0: OK, so here comes another one of our Q&A sessions. George Allagai's book is The Burning Land. If you want to hear George talk extensively about The Burning Land, you'll have to look uh, elsewhere because we've already done that. And so that's, that's a, very good. It? it was very good. Yeah, I was very happy with it. <laughs> and, and George was very good. Yeah, I thought he was very fortunate. Anyway, so uh, here, comes the, here comes our uh, Q&A. George, the last book you really, really enjoyed?
1: Well... It's the, the book is "The Great Believers" by a woman called Rebecca Rebecca McKay, who I, I didn't know. The book was given to me as a as a gift. I'm not. I know you said enjoyed. Um, I'm not sure if that's the right word for it, um, but it certainly made me think. It had a profound effect, and it, and it's basically a book about the uh, epidemic in the 1980s, Chicago of AIDS, when people didn't really kind of understand. And why I say it had a profound effect on me is that that was the time when I was coming, I'd come down to London from from uni up in Durham. And I'm just ashamed. How old are you, by the way? I'm just younger than you. Okay. Well, I'm ashamed. You may have known this. I'm ashamed. I didn't know really about AIDS. I don't think I really even thought about homosexuality and, and all those things. And And... She gets into in, really into the grid. And I, I jotted down actually a note. I mean, she, the, Rebe- Rebecca Mackay calls it uh, a period of a mass murder of neglect and antipathy. And I was one of those people who was antipathetic. I mean, I just didn't know. I mean, I don't think it was as big a problem at that time in our country, in Britain. But, yeah, so that book, I read it read it this year and and it, and it really, really has left a profound
0: uh, I did, effect on me. I was at Radio 1 from 86 and that Radio 1 was at the forefront of, like, like, a lot of the BBC kind of targeting okay. the younger audience, obviously. So a lot of campaigns that were run. And I do remember, what, I think it was 86, 87, we did a, a link-up with a radio station in Moscow. So it's still the Soviet Union and we were talking we had young people i think we were in cardiff we did the show from cardiff and then we had and with a bunch of young people how they were selected i'm not at all sure in moscow and right. the subject of aids came up right and all the kids in cardiff talked about it and they all they all knew about it and we went to moscow they denied they had it
2: wow they right. just said
0: it's we don't have aids in russia yeah and i know this is it's just a tangential point but it's about the same well in the, in the in the great
1: believers in the book there are people with aids or who are living in this you know there were, there, she talks about whole apartment buildings ravaged by by aids but there are people there who who were denying it even though they the, the, they had the first symptoms you know they had hiv um and in a way I'm I see yeah I'm I wasn't denying it I just didn't know about it and I I'm, I'm, I now think how could that have happened and I and now I think how many of my friends I mean I'm saying my age I suppose or I don't know how many of my friends were gay and didn't come out? You know, In fact, since then, I, know, I one quite, guy I knew quite well has come out and I thought, bloody hell, what sort of person must I have been then for him not to be able to say, mate, you know, I love in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it leaves me kind of a little bit shamed. And the name of that book again? Uh, the Great Believers. The Great Believers. Rebe- I'm a- Rebecca Mackay.
2: I'm, I'm always struck by the number of um, authors that we have on the podcast who always answer this or... Answer this question by saying it didn't happen. But to you, George, is there a book that you remember being read to you as a child?
1: It, it, it didn't happen. Oh right, okay. So you're one of those as well, right? No, it, okay. but 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 it made me really think when I saw this. Um, I think it might have been cultural. I mean, no, it just didn't happen in our home. I don't. I don't my dad was really, you know, he was a civil engineer. Uh, my mum, she, she'd finished the equivalent of what would it be kind of old, uh, GCSEs. But no, we never read. I mean, the thing we did every evening, because my parents are devout Catholics, was we did the rosary every evening. We sat round and recited the, ro- you know, do you know what the rosary is? Yeah, of is? course. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did that. But um, there was never any storytelling or anything in our family. And actually, interestingly, I didn't get around to fiction till very, very, very late. I mean, there was one book right at the beginning in my teen years that I did that was fiction, but then I sort of got sucked into non-fiction and I had to train myself again to read fiction probably well into my sort of 30s and 40s.
0: Did you read to your
1: kids? Yeah, and loved it. Yeah. Mm. Loved it. Uh,
0: How long do you give a book, George? Uh, Do you always finish it? Do you have like 50
1: pages, 100 pages, or do you give up? I'm really... I finish them.
0: You
2: finish
1: them even if you're not I enjoying think, them? Even if I think they're shit. Really? I don't know. See, the trouble oh is, goodness. I started talking to my wife and she said, you be careful because that says a lot about you, not about the book. Um, I'm impressed. Really? No, but what um, is no, that? What no, is no, that? No, what no, is no, that? No. No. Bloody mindedness. I don't, I don't think I'm bloody minded. Delusional. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Are it is. Are no, you looking know? for? Know Do it you is? think I, maybe you know, it's going to get better? No, it's not even that. It's just something about me. I just need to finish the job I start. I see it as a job. Well, I'd like to think it as a pleasure, but obviously then it becomes a job because I go read it, but I've got to finish the job. Because I understand where we've all watched movies. <clears throat> on the
0: television thinking, I've invested an hour of my time. I don't want to stop now, even though I'm not enjoying it, in the hope that it gets better. And of course, it never does. No, and
1: a book you're doing it over sometimes, it was the pace I read, you know, doing it in weeks, you know, unless I'm really, really going for it. see, I I
2: make a judgment within, like, ridiculously early. And I'm always right, by the way. I'm always right. How do you know? How do you know? No, no, because I will then go, well, it can't be that bad. And then 50 pages later, oh, no, I'm absolutely right. It is awful.
1: yeah. No, I I, 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 well, I won't. I can't even remember. But I do this all the time. I, I, always, and I'm sitting there in bed telling my wife about it. It's hating, shit, but, hating this. Hating, book, hating She said, "Well, book. leave it alone, then." I said, no, "That's to a flicker in the bed." <laughs> <page."> yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. So, the novel you'd most like to step inside of, George?
1: Well, um, I think any of the sort of Graham Greene, you know, quiet American Vietnam at the heart of the matter where i've actually been to Sierra Leone, to Freetown, seen seeing the cotton tree and everything and what i like about you know two things about Gran green novels uh our man in havana that treacly humid kind of atmosphere that you know you can you can almost feel that sweat and clingy shirts and stuff and cigarettes and uh so I, i love that you know i'm one for the back street rather than you know the, the the beach or the five star hotel, and I think Graham Greene captures that very well. And then there's this, this flaw, or these these flawed characters, mm. and so on. You know, who are less than they they, they could be. I, I I just love that. But it's mainly the sense of place, which I mean, it sort of mirrors where my career's taken me. I mean, I never got off a plane um, and felt oh god, this is really smelly or this is hot and sweaty and so on. I just felt oh this is nice. I you know it feels like home. You know, uh, to me, and um, so I like those that that the way he captures all of that. Um, what is the most enjoyable political memoir you've read? So I don't really read that many political memoirs because I kind of assuming that they're all self serving. How about Long Walk to Freedom? Um, well, I did read Mandela. Book. Yeah, I, I did read that, but I didn't think it was a very good. Sorry, oh God, this is terrible. I just.
2: It's OK. I've said so it. that's absolutely I don't okay. think
1: it's very good, to be honest. I think about 100 pages about his childhood and the formation of that character, his move to Johannesburg as a watchman. That's brilliant. And, and it helps you understand. Then he becomes an ANC man, African National Congress, which is a party he led. And I just, it's not good. You know, it just, it's, it, it gets bogged down in all of that. Um, and, and, and I, but I did finish it. Of course you did. Of course you did. did. And you've surpassed them all.
0: Who's who's going to be (laughs) Nelson Mandela's editor? (laughs) (laughs) Nelson, that in the ANC is really boring. It was about
1: 400 pages as well. (laughs) 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 But I don't think it's very good. Anyway. um, uh, What were you going to say? Can I tell you a story about that, though? Go on. Um, So on one of the occasions I met him, he signed that copy, a copy of his book, and it said, Welcome to my country, to George. Nelson, or Madiba, anyway, signed it. My wife took it to the pool when they, she took the kids to the... No. <laughs> and it's not as bad as you're thinking. She took it to the pool with the kids and uh, went to towel them off, turned around, somebody nicked it. Can you believe that? Wow. So I don't have that book. Somebody's got it to George. Welcome yeah. to my country. Oh. Um, uh, so I, I was gonna, but there is one book. going to say. This boy, Alan Johnson... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I know he's been on this podcast, yeah, has yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, oh god, I mean, I, and what's amazing? Well, firstly, I just think it says so much. Well, I hope it's uh, well. Maybe there's a question mark about whether it's still true, whether a guy like that could still make it to high office now. And people say that about musicians as well, don't they? I mean, they used to be working class good photographers, you know, all of that kind of thing. That it's all been kind of captured by privately educated people. So even I mean, even, even the the new Labour Party. Yeah, is all privately is it, educated. Are they? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. are
1: they? Yeah. Well, well a, lot, a lot of them. Corbyn was. Was Jeremy Corbyn? Oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't know that. There you go. I thought he might have been a grammar school boy. No private education. Nope. I'm going to check all this. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> no you're, you're definitely right.
2: You're definitely right. Yeah, he was. Yeah.
1: So who's the guy? Seamus Mill, private, private. I knew he went to Oxford and Winchester. Yep. All oh, right. Yep. So there's that. So so I mean, A, I, lo- I like that idea that Alan Johnson, this boy, and and then. Uh, Talk about evoking the place. I mean, you know, the the meals used to be sometimes like bread soaked in lard and fried up and the outside bath, that kind of thing. Um, I I just thought that that was was the level of poverty, you know. I mean, and it's in North Kensington, Notting Hill kind of thing, so look at it now. Uh, And and the other thing, though, in that book is a sense of, of community despite all of that. So I like that idea. I mean, I didn't get on to read the the rest of his book, which I assume is is more about his political life. But it's one of the, yeah, fantastic.
2: Is is there a book that you'd recommend to someone who wants to be a journalist?
1: There is. I I haven't read it for a while. Good Times, Bad Times by Harold Evans. Oh,
2: what a book. It's an amazing book. And the
1: thing about Harold Evans, we have something in common. Uh, sadly, not He's our... Former editor of The Times. Yes. N- no, no, yeah. I wish. No, um, yeah, for, he was. Uh, Sunday Times, wasn't he? Sunday yes. yeah, no, No, um, I mean, and the thing we have in common is not that, you know, he he was a brilliant journalist and I'm not, but he was editor of the university newspaper that I went on to e- edit. Uh. And one of my great claims to fame is as a student editor, I wrote to him and said, Harry, could you write something for us for our whatever it was, 20-something anniversary? And he did. Um So, great book. And the, g- the thing about that book is... It it's good on the craft. So you've read it obviously. Yeah, about, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So so it's good about the craft of journalism. I mean different crafts. You remember he he he's there in the days where the editor was just about allowed into the press or into where where they had the hot metal, and he you know you had to get permission to go in there as even as editor, and he stood there on the wrong side of the stone. The stone is the sort of, you know, what do you call it, the little uh box with all the hot metal letters. And uh, you know, he he can move anything around. The headlines were literally sort of um Hot, hot metal pieces, but he had to get somebody. So it's good on the craft of journalism, but more than anything else, it tells you why journalism is so much a part of what it is to be a free society. It's also
0: just a great read. It's yeah. A great, I mean, what a man, what a man.
1: What a man.
0: Is there a book that
1: you wish you'd written? Yeah. I, I and, it, and it's the first work of fiction... Well, I was about to say the first work of fiction that I read. I'm not sure if it was, but it's certainly the one that that, I, that just kind of, you know, something went on in my head, and that's The Grapes of Wrath um, Roth, uh, by John Steinbeck. And again, I mean, you know, is it the Jode family? Yeah, yes. I think it's a Tom Jode family. Ghost of Tom Jode. Yeah. A Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, so there you go. yeah, so that, that that would be it. So well, my knowledge. You know, was... Hold <laughs> <the>, the... <laughs> well on. You and Safras Mansour. yes. His, that was his way no, out, of, his out way. of Luton, wasn't it? That was my, my way out of... Blinded by the light. Grinding poverty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, no,
0: did you go to private school? Yeah. I went to private school and I went to a secondary modern school. How did that happen? And which, grammar school, and, and a grammar school first? and a comprehensive. So you just kept moving up the sort of <laughs> yeah. scale, did you? It was a secondary modern. How come it's all about me? <laughs> no, no, this is great. Secondary, mo- uh, secondary modern, yeah. private, well, grammar, uh, comprehensive, in that
1: order. Because that's quite a lot. It's a lot of change, apart from anything else, a lot of change yeah. in your... Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, back off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just for the record. Yeah. Because a lot of people think with the way I talk, that I went to a direct grant school. Yes. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. I mean, people are listening to this won't, will they? Um, It was like a grammar school. So it was a state-funded school, and then some people could pay fees and go in there, but a lot of my mates were... Like grammar. It was like grammar school. Um, what was the question? Uh, a book that you wish you'd written. Oh, yeah. John, <laughs> sorry. Uh, John Steinbeck. That's the one. Um, yeah. Grapes of Broth. Grapes of Broth. Yeah, that was the first time I, I saw somebody using words to take the side of the small guy um the Jode family I as mean, they was it Route 66, isn't it, East West, heading to the fruit the orchards of of um California, they're in the Dust Bowl, you know, the whole the whole life life fall, falls apart. And uh I that just I in fact I think it's one of the reasons I, I thought I, I wanted to go into journalism because I mean of course like lots of us I just thought, you know, become a journalist and make the world a different place. I mean it doesn't actually turn out like that. But I could see the power of words um, to describe and motivate and
2: change people's lives. And when was the last time you used a public library, George?
1: You see, I'm really embarrassed about this because it's going to make me... I never. I don't think I've ever used one. You've never used one?
2: I, I, I like an honest answer, though. It is an honest answer. Good for I, you for being honest, but I you've never think, used a public well, library. I, I mean, I've used school libraries. That's public. I mean, you know what, uh, Yeah, I mean, school library, you'd have to be in the school to get into the library. Why
1: would you... Because I could always afford to buy a book. Okay, is is that what it is? What? What? I mean, I never had to go to a library There's, to read the papers. Or there not? are no right and wrong answers, George. No, <laughs> no not, honest no, answer. I, I'm Correct. embarrassed by it, something because it makes me feel like like oh that's a, oh he's never been to a public library. Hark
0: at you, direct grant boy. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but also it depends whether there was one locally and if yeah. it's the family tradition whether you go True. in or whether you don't. You no, know. so no, no, it wasn't a family tradition. Well, look.
1: Well, your Ghana. parents didn't read to you, so yeah, you and, there? There were, and there were not any public libraries in Ghana. Then I come to school here. I'm a, a boarding, uh, you know, I'm a boarder. So there was a school library. There you go.
0: That's fine. <laughs> That'll do. We'll yeah. take school libraries, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, George, thank you
0: very much. George Allen book is The Burning Land. If you want to hear George talk about uh, the story about uh, land reform and the very exciting, because it's a thriller uh, in The Burning Land. It's his first novel. You can find it on a companion podcast. Thank you, George.
1: Thank you.